It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Here's what's cooking on an all-new Sports Stove Local Hour. We're going to talk football with a field goal kicker, place kicker, onside kicker, Patrick Nations. We're also going to talk football with Matthew Jackson. And we're going to talk some volleyball. Jonathan Bazzani, head coach of the EKU volleyball team, joins us as well. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove Local Hour. McKinney looks, sets in the pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome in to an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour, presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Serving Colonel since 2016, Mad Mushroom is known as the home of the original cheese sticks. They're located right across the street from EKU's campus. And when I visit Mad Mushroom, I like to go inside, have a seat. They got booths and chairs, grab a soft drink, a pizza, some cheese sticks as well. They're now serving adult beverages also. Uh, And when you come into town, because we know football season's upon us, uh, make sure you stop in, get yourself a pizza, mention the sports stove. And they'll give you $5 off an order of $20 or more. Or if you order online, madmushroom.com, use the code SPORTS5, S-P-O-R-T-S, and the number 5, and claim that same discount, $5 off of any order, $20 or more. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. And we are feeding your EKU fix tonight. Lots of football talk and even some volleyball talk here in this episode. Of course, first and foremost, we need to uh, just mention Coach Walt Wells having a serious heart episode is how they're wording it. Um, according to Big Joe on the go, a Nashville sports anchor and friend of Walt Wells, uh, he was on a ventilator, and uh, but they were able to remove the ventilator on Tuesday, and he's able to breathe on his own without any assistance, which is a huge thing there. Not a whole lot of updates from the university as of yet, uh, but that is coming from uh, Joe, who is in Nashville and a according to him, talking to Mrs. Wells uh, to get all that information. And so as of right now, that's what we know. And of course, we continue to uh, pray for Coach Wells and his wife uh, and all that are concerned, of course, uh, um, the team, 
the coaching staff, friends, family, all that kind of stuff, um, know they're going through a rough time. We'll talk about that with the players that we talked to tonight. And, of course, we are talking with two players tonight, Patrick Nations, the kicker, and Matt Jackson, linebacker, who we've had on the show several times before. And we'll chat about exactly those things uh, about Coach Wells and the impact that it's had uh, and then and so on from there. Gary McPeak is the one holding the reins, the press conference on Tuesday. Uh, he said the, the reason why they chose him was to allow the coaches to coach so they didn't have to worry about all the other stuff. And so supposedly – the offensive coordinator will do the offense. The defense coordinator is the defense. Special teams is the special teams. And Gary McPeak will just be there to take care of off-field issues and other things going on as well. Uh, I'm interested to see how that goes. Uh, there's a lot of guys that I thought were deserving of this opportunity. Uh, not to say that Gary is not, but I was. I have to admit I was surprised with the decision. And uh, obviously we're cheering them on. Hope it's hope it works. Hope it's successful. And uh, we will wait and see and uh, see how it goes. First game is Friday against Eastern Michigan. You talk about a tough start to your to your year after losing your head coach for the time being. Well, Eastern Michigan on the road, Bowling Green on the road. It's not an easy start for EKU football, and that's going to be a tough battle to go as well. They also released the first depth chart of the year. Not a whole lot of surprises. A couple of things that I was not anticipating. Vincent Munlin gets the start at left guard. Uh, I thought Howard Watkins would be there. He is actually, Watkins is just the backup center, according to the depth chart uh, there. Uh, Cornelius McCoy starting at wide receiver. Kiki McFadden will back him up. Um, not not like a huge, massive shock, but just I wasn't expecting that one at least. Uh, so for the offense, McKinney, Sloan is the running back. Uh, tied in, of course, Dakota Allen. Wide receivers, Jaden Higgins, Jaden Smith, and Cornelius McCoy. And then the offensive line from left to right, uh, let's see here, Peyton Collins, Vincent Munlin, Tucker Schroeder, Karon Colbert, and Drew Hart, or Josiah Ezreem. And I was told that Josiah was pushing for that starting right tackle job. And according to the depth chart, that, that one's not actually been decided yet. Uh, we'll definitely see both of those guys, I think, in the game on Friday. Defensively, again, not a lot of surprise. Chase Lasseter did win the uh, Will Linebacker spot. And so he is there in the middle. The whole defensive starters, defensive line is Kelton Dawson, Shane Burks, and TK McClendon. Uh, but again, we're going to see a lot of Ryan Jackson, a lot of Darian Baker, and some of Jalen Haney there as well. Uh, and linebackers, Willie Taylor the third is going to start at the Jack linebacker. That one's a surprise to me. Jaden Bost is the other guy there. Uh, Sam linebackers, Matthew Jackson. Will is Chase Lasseter. And Mike is Eli Harrison. And again, we'll see a lot of Jalen Harrison. Uh, uh, out there as well. And I think some Elijah Ford too. Cornerbacks are John Blunt Jr. and Deontay Bembry. We'll see Josh Hayes and Matthew Ballantyne there as well. And then safeties, Nick Cheely wins the spot at strong safety. Mike Smith Jr. will back him up. Joseph Sales at free safety, of course. Adrian Tapp is the backup there. Then uh, Patrick Nations, of course, the kicker. Jeremy Edwards, the punter. Jonathan Duff, the long snapper. Kick returner, Jiren Mitchell. Punt returner, Jaden Smith. So there you go. Quick rundown of the depth chart planned for this Friday against Eastern Michigan. Let you get you to some interviews. We're going to start off with the interview with Patrick Nations, the kicker for EKU. This interview is brought to you by IPM Pests and Termites, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. Uh, if you're having ants, spiders, centipedes, stink bugs in your house, you got to get a hold of IPM Pests and Termite. If you live in, in Madison County or Fayette County or surrounding areas, Get a hold of IPM Pesta Termite. Find more information at myipm.com. Now, here's the interview with kicker Patrick Nations. 
We are joined now by EKU kicker, Patrick Nations. Patrick, thanks for being with us. We surely appreciate it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We're uh, in game week, but before we can talk about the game, it's been a crazy week. Uh, let's talk real quick about Coach Wells and uh, how things are going, uh, obviously at practice and things like that now, Gary McPeak taking over to some degree, and and uh, how's, how's practice feeling, how's the team feeling with uh, kind of the unknown, I guess, right now with Coach Wells? Um, everybody's feeling good. Um, you know, we're focused. Uh, we're obviously just focused on – Eastern Michigan right now, you know, we're sending our prayers and love and support to Coach Wells and his family. Um, but mainly our focus is on the game, uh, all the players and the staff. Uh, we've done a really good job of, you know, just trying to block out everything and just keep focused on what our job is and what we have to do. Yeah, and I mean, you're what you were nominated as one of the captains this year as well. And so immediately it seems like they announced who the captains were and then just a day or two later it seemed like, uh, the news about Coach Wells happened, and uh, so you guys are already kind of put to it um, as as leadership on the team, uh, trying to rally guys, keep guys focused. I'm I'm sure that first day was probably a pretty tough day, um, but you said you guys are back and focused and things like that, and you kind of have to be right because again, it, it's game week. It's that's what that's what's coming. Yeah, it was a quick turnaround, but you know. Um, we've the guys have done a great job of bouncing back and responding really well. So I'm really proud of everybody for how they've responded. Well, let's talk a little bit about Eastern Michigan. You guys will make the trip up this weekend, a Friday game. Uh, when's the last time you played a Friday game? <sighs> Probably high school. To be yeah. Honest. Yeah. Um, have you ever, uh, have you ever been to the stadium before? No, nah, never, never. I don't even think I've been to Michigan. Oh, okay. Well, it's not that great, but uh, nonetheless, <laughs> my wife's from Michigan, so I'm allowed to say that. Um, wh you talked about this, I think, at Media Day, but um, when you get to a visiting stadium, especially a stadium you've never been to before, uh, what's your routine? What do you go through to kind of get used to the turf or the wind, whatever it may be? Yeah, my first go-to is definitely the wind. Um, one thing that I like to do, I walk the hashes. I walk every yard line. Um, up and down both sides of the field and just check the wind of the different sides of the stadium, you know, just trying to take mental notes of where the wind's coming from at that particular time of the day. Is that pretty much all on you? Does uh, McKeithen come in and help at all with any of that kind of stuff, or do they let you kind of do your thing? No, that's 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 pretty much just me. Um, it's like right when we get off the bus, set everything down in the locker room. You know, I just go out with my headphones in and just walk, just walk the field and try to, lock in as much as I can and figure out where the wind's going and what I need to do to make it go through the yellow things. It kind of sounds like golf visualization, seeing the green, seeing how it lays out, that kind of a thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. Has um, you got, uh, is, it, is it a new holder this year? Is that correct? Yeah. So we got Jeremy. Jeremy Edwards. Yeah. Um, have you had, uh, what is it like adjusting to holders? Because I, I've talked with offensive linemen this year and adjusting to guys playing next to them. We've talked about center snapping right-handed or left-handed. We've talked about receivers and routes and running backs and, and defensive guys and all these kinds of things. So when it comes to kicking, a lot of it's routine, it seems like. So you change up holders. Does that change up your routine or you just make Jeremy do it the way you want it? Um, I think it's more – it's a little bit of both. Uh, I would say it's more of, you know, talking with him and building a relationship over time of – just doing countless reps and 
him figuring out what I like and me figuring out what he likes. And then we just kind of come to a happy medium and then just stick with that and work on it that way. Does it matter if the laces are out? Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think it depends on the distance. Um, obviously, if it's like a extra point or a short, short field goal, it doesn't matter as much. But the further back it goes, the the more chance the ball has to move around. And I think it's more of a psychological thing than anything. Ah. But when you when you're going to kick and you see the laces pointed at you, it's just kind of it's kind of an old crap moment for about. <laughs> thousandth of a second yeah <laughs> i like that uh now you spent two years at ecu uh one of those was your red shirt freshman year no stats there at ecu so how do you go from two years at ecu to all of a sudden being the hero sports freshman all-american phil Steele's first team uh, all a sun a sun special teams player of the year six time a sun special teams player of the week um how, how is it just opportunity um i think it's a lot of I think it has to do with opportunity. Um, when I was at UCU, I had Jake Verity. Um, he he was a great kicker, and I learned a lot from him, just sitting behind him and watching how he operates and the things that he does. I've picked up a lot on that. Um, so that was definitely a really good experience for me to sit behind him and watch and learn um, what he did and just put it in my own way. Um, yeah, that's what does that does that help you then as you look to the future? Um, you know, EKU just signed a kid, uh, pretty good kicker out of high school that will be here, I guess, next year. Um, but you got other guys on the team and stuff like that. Do you invest more in the guys that are behind you because of what you sat behind at ECU, or does it does that really play any factor into it? Yeah, I mean, little little bits of information here and there and pointers that I can give. I always I'll always do that. Um, you know, I think his name's what Jacob Baker. I think. I think so. <laughs> I, think Jacob, yeah. uh, I mean, he has a really strong leg. Uh, he has a really strong leg. He he needs some technique work, just a little ball striking here and there. But I mean, that doesn't that's not hard to fix. Um, but my backup right now, Austin. He's doing Austin Welch. He's doing really good. He's come a long way since last season. We worked together a lot this summer, and he's gotten a lot better. Were you involved uh, in the camp this summer? Uh, I was thinking I saw like a kicking camp or some sort at EKU. Yeah, I helped work that. Yeah. Uh, what? How do you like doing that kind of stuff? Working with with young guys, especially. I love it. I love it because I remember when I was in high school and I'd go to camps and like college guys would be there or whatever, and I just thought it was a great experience to you know, for them to just to know that they were sitting there watching and it was just like that added pressure a little bit. Um, mm. But it it was it was a great opportunity for me. Like when I was in high school and I'd go to college camps and the little pointers they would give here and there. How did you become a kicker? Um, first time I ever played football was seventh grade. And um, I went out, we were playing and I was originally a wide receiver and a middle linebacker. And then they said, who can kick? And I said, I played soccer. And then I just started kicking. <laughs> that's awesome uh when did you realize that you could have a future in kicking uh that was my sophomore year okay so that's pretty early on yeah i suppose so <laughs> i mean if you started in seventh grade uh you're talking about my 10th grade that's that's pretty quick um and i mean you know you you went to like i said ecu first now you're at eku and EKU's done a good job of bringing through the NFL scouts and different things like that. Have you had a chance to talk with any of those guys? I know you're still 
I guess technically a, a little bit out from that 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 yeah. moment. But uh, have you had a chance to chat with those guys? Oh, I've not. I haven't talked to anybody. No, okay. I talked to them. Like scouts come in the field. I we just kind of keep our distance. And <laughs> just do our thing, right? Yeah, we just do our own thing. Yeah, uh, comfortable distance at home in Roy Kidd Stadium. What do you feel like if if you had to go out and do it during a game that you could do? Um, no wind, 55, 57. And wind at your back, what, what does that put it at? 60, 62. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Patrick, you had a great year last year. So now how do you build on it? What what do you do this year to improve uh, and get better from a really spectacular year last year? Uh, I think it's just recreating what I did last year and just not get in my own head. Because I think kicking is 90% mental and 10% skill. Mm. I think it's a lot like golf. It's just repetition, repetition. But as soon as you let that one little bad mindset come into your head, then everything's screwed up. And I think it's just keeping a level head and, you know, trying to get 1% better every day. Uh, have you ever had the chance to meet uh, NFL kicker? Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Um, yeah, I've met a couple. Yeah. Uh, I've met a couple at some camps. Um, yeah. Do you have a guy that you mold your style after? Uh, my style. I mean, I'd say probably Jake Elliott. Yeah. I would say we're about the same height. He's a little shorter. But, <laughs> uh, is there anything that you want to do this year on the football field that does not involve kicking? Like, are you are you begging for a uh, trick play where you get a chance to throw a two-point conversion or a touchdown or something like that? Yeah, yes and no. But at the same time, like, it's an opportunity to, you know, get hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it'd always be exciting, but uh, it'd be fun. I don't yeah. Know. Do you ever do you ever kind of tell Parker that you're right behind them and uh, you know you're ready to step in if if he goes down? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> oh yeah. That's all every day at practice. I love it. I'm always. I love it. <laughs> I spend, <laughs> spend a lot of practice throwing. Yeah. <laughs> I took uh, spring practice. I had, I brought my son out with me one day. And he was intrigued by the uh, loneliness of the kicker and punter and uh, you guys out there kind of doing your thing while everybody else was out <laughs> doing other things. He was intrigued by it, needless to say. And I know you mentioned it. It is kind of a, a lonely existence out there on the practice it, field. It is, but we have fun. Yeah. Yeah. We make the best time of it. Sure. Uh, tough schedule this year. Uh, you guys are second year in the A-Sun, but your uh, out-of-conference schedule is incredibly tough as well. Uh, two games, you start out on the road, Eastern Michigan and Bowling Green as well. Is there a uh, a visiting – let's see here. I don't think – I think I asked you this in media day, and I don't. I think you said you haven't been to any of the fields that you guys are going to this year. Is that true? No, I don't – I haven't been to any of them. Yeah, because last year you would have either been home uh, or this year they're coming here, so one way or the other. So 
All right. Well, it's a fun year ahead. Looking forward to seeing what you do individually, of course, what the team does as well. I close all my interviews this year talking about pizza because we have a Mad Mushroom sponsorship this year. So my question is this. If you're ordering a pizza, what's your go-to toppings? What do you got to have? All the meat you can possibly have. <laughs> I love it. All the uh, meat you can possibly have. Yeah. Uh, everything everything that you can pile on uh, and, and get it on there. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Patrick Nations, again, he's a kicker for EKU. Had a phenomenal year last year and high expectations this year as well. And we're looking forward to what is ahead. Oh, I got to ask you this too. Um, onside kicks, um, how often do you practice them? And are there multiple versions that you practice? Yeah, so uh, we – I'll probably practice them maybe two times a week, two to three okay. times. You know, not too long, maybe like 10 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing too crazy. Um, but there's definitely different versions. Probably have about four or five I can hit. Nice. And uh, do you have like one that's like your go-to? And do you make that call, or does the coaching staff make the call of which uh, uh, which one uh, you go? No, I don't. I don't make that call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> above my pay grade. It's above my. <laughs> I just, I just do what they told me to hit. And I got you. I got you. All right. Wonderful. Patrick, thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Good luck this weekend uh, up at Eastern Michigan as well. We're looking forward to the season ahead. A lot of excitement uh, centered around this Colonels team. So uh, good luck. And thanks again. We really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Appreciate it. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's M-Y-I-P-M dot com. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Podcast, presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Uh, don't forget about that uh, code, Sports5, if you order madmushroom.com, get $5 off your order, $20 or more. And also remember, during home game weeks, we're going to have a tailgate show live from Mad Mushroom across the street from EKU. And you're welcome to join us, even be a part of the show, possibly. I'm hoping to do some giveaways and just some different things, depending on the crowds that come. We're hoping to announce our lineup for our first tailgate show uh, here in the coming days. Let's go ahead and get you the next interview, and it's going to be with Matthew Jackson. We've had Matthew on several times. Always a great conversation. This interview is presented by All Around Roofing. Yeah, taking care of all the exterior needs that you have on your house, whether it's roofing repairs and replacements, or windows, sidings, gutters, chimney flashing, soffits, and so much more. Get a free quote uh, before they, they do any, any work for you. All Around Roofing is a great company. Call them today at 859-489-5179 or look them up on Facebook at All Around Roofing KY. That's who's sponsoring this interview with Matthew Jackson. We are joined now back on the show again. I think you've been uh, outside of the coaches. I think you've been our most our most uh, most appearances on the sports stove. So thanks for doing that, Matthew Jackson. Back with us again. How you doing, Matt? Man, that's awesome. Uh, let's talk a little bit. Uh, we talked with Patrick Nations earlier, uh, but uh, I want to get your your perspective of things. A crazy week. Uh, of course, you had Fan Day on Saturday. Everything seems great. 
Then next thing you know, Sunday morning, uh, Coach Wells has the heart episode, and uh, and I'm sure you guys are more informed than we are on some of the things going on there. But uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, everybody's just uh, heavy heart for his him and his family, and um, just we always we just sent out some cards for him and his family, also uh, just keeping them in our prayers and stuff like that. And then we just know uh, that he will want us to be keyed into the game plan for the week and for uh, EMU. So just making sure we, um, as captains and as leaders on the team, making sure the team focus is still at its highest and what Coach Wells would want. Yeah, how how would you say you've been uh, made prepared? Have you been prepared for something like this? Not not you're ever prepared for this exact moment, but you've been here a while now. You are leadership on the team. You've been around Coach Wells and the other coaching staff that are great men from everything that I can see. Um, so how do you think you've been prepared for for this kind of moment where you've got to really step up and and help get that team focused? Um, I think I've been prepared by just the overall um, emphasis of the player-to-coach relationship. So them preparing me and um, with the leadership skills and the knowledge to orchestrate the team into where it needs to go and stuff like that. So um, with having the experience with Coach Johnson and Coach Wells and all the whole, the, the whole coach staff with being with them uh, for three years, it's 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 just like I can be that same um, image for Coach Wells. I can be that same for Coach able to go down too because I know the standard. I know the responsibilities. I know uh what what should be done at, at like it or so. when when was the the switch flipped meaning sunday i'm sure was complete shock um monday you know you're back to work again and and at some point the the switch has to be flipped because eastern michigan uh, they might they might feel somewhat bad for you guys but they're not going to take it easy on you come friday night uh, i think the switch was flipped sunday of when we uh like got the news and what happened. I mean, um, our coaches, we had like a brief uh, team meeting about it and stuff like that. But we knew and we know how Coach uh, Wells' mentality is that he would want us to be out there on Sunday and practicing and stuff like that. And he will want us to, to keep our heads up high and, and, and have a heavy heart, but know what the task is and know what we got to do out there and, and just plan for the day by day and time, and time by time. So just take it a day at a time. So um that's what we've been doing as a team and, and stuff like that just playing it day by day and year by year and stuff like that and just keeping our uh, whole mentality about emu yeah i know i was talking with somebody else and the comment was made that you know basically right now there's a chance for it to fall apart or there's a chance for it to be a rallying cry and everybody really just pick up their game i guess a little bit and from everybody i've talked to everything that i've seen uh, there, there hasn't seen to be any drop off. Everybody seems uh, dialed into what needs to be done. It's, yeah, uh, I suppose a true testament to our coaches, to our staff, to just keep our heads uh, focused on what's the uh, what's the overall goal. The overall goal is to be in you. Overall goal is to get uh, Coach Wells healthy and back. But we know that uh, the game is, is is first, and we know we gotta separate our time on the field and stuff like that handle that time when we can handle it and then we can handle Coach Wells' time when, uh, when we can do it off the field and stuff like that. So just that overall balance of handling both uh, on-field uh, stuff and off-the-field stuff is, is our coach. 
Now, I know you know Gary McPeak. Obviously, he's around the program. He's part of the program and everything like that. Are you able to joke with him anywhere similar to the way you joke with Coach Wells? Uh, and Or are you kind of letting, giving him his space? Oh, yeah. No, I, I joke with him. I joke with pretty much all the coaching staff. Just that That's just my personality and the relationship that I have with him. So I'm able to uh, go to them and, and, and crack some jokes and stuff like that. I even said uh, to Coach uh, McPete, I said, do you want me to get the personal foul that, that Wills gets every now and then for games and stuff, for the chats and stuff to the uh, refs? Because I, I definitely fulfill that if he needs that. <laughs> but as a, as a coach, if he's not ready to do that, but – um, no, nah, me and Gary definitely have a, a strong relationship, man. That's great. <laughs> um, when when do you guys take off? When do you travel up to Michigan? Uh, I believe we're going to leave Thursday morning, and then we'll probably get there around 5 or 6 their time. Well, I think it's still Eastern time, but we'll get up there uh, around 5 or 6 and go through our uh, nightly progression. I asked Patrick this question. When's the last time you played on a Friday night? <sighs> I would say I think we had a, a home game a couple years while back with uh, Coach Elder. I think we played Moorhead State on a Friday. Okay. Or, uh, one of those, it was like a blackout or something like that. But, yeah, yeah, third, I, I've played a – I think I've got a Thursday and a Friday. Coach McPeak said today in the press conference that he doesn't like Friday college games. Uh, but it doesn't get a choice in the matter. So so here we are, Friday at Eastern Michigan. When you've watched the tape and prepared for Eastern Michigan, what are you seeing in the offense of Eastern Michigan that you're going to dial in on and take advantage of? Uh, I'm going to dial in on their offensive linemen. Um, I know they have uh, cars there that are on some watch lists and stuff like that on a line. They're kind of big physical up, up, up front. They have an experienced wide receiver with number four so just dial in on his route tree, dial in on uh, the new quarterback that they got. Uh, thank you for Troy. So um, just how he uh, flows with the game, how to get on him early, and also having an experienced running back in the uh, red zone, uh, how he how he sees holes and hits holes, just, just making sure we are attentive to uh, being in our right position and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Are you guys winning Friday night? course (laughs) (laughs) i expected you to say that but uh uh no that's that's awesome uh now the first depth chart of the year came out were you surprised to see you were starting oh yes (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i i i I look at it as like uh it's 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 a blessing i mean uh learning what i mean coming from where i was in the past Stuff like that, and just seeing that uh, that bridge and all those milestones that I have to get through every season and every off season and stuff like that. So I do take that as uh, not a very lightly thing, and I own that. Like I, I take that in in and, and very harness it. You know, you never know if Coach McPeak wanted to make a statement, you know, and uh, make sure everybody knew their their jobs were on notice. But uh, no, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, it's a, this is an exciting team. I mean, we've seen it throughout the spring and the summer. Um, you guys kind of have that game plan going into this weekend. You got two really tough starts to the to the year on the road for both of them uh, before you finally get your home home uh, uh, game. But everybody seems really stoked about this Eastern Michigan game. I mean, are you guys – is there – what's the confidence level? Is it 100% right now? 
Yeah, it, 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 it's it's been a hundred percent. I mean, we take a we take that confidence level into every game, no matter who's the opponent. So, um, it's very high, and it's it's always high going to be at the start of the season. So we just have to keep that consistency throughout the season. When it's game uh eight or game nine, when when you get a little bit of injuries and stuff like that, you get a little bit of bone bruise, knock on wood and stuff like that. But you gotta you gotta have that consistency with uh that mentality of okay, this is this is. A fresh day. This is a new day to go out there and play football. It's the game that you love, and we all love each other. We all brothers, so uh, just playing for one another and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't remember if I've had you on since we've had Mad Mushroom as a sponsor. So I'll ask you the same question I ask everybody: uh, If you're ordering a pizza, now I know you had a deal with Apollo earlier, so I apologize if this is interacting with that. But um, if you're ordering a pizza, what's your toppings? What do you got to have on a pizza? Well, I'm a I'm a kind of uh, a supreme guy, so I got to get the the pepperoni uh, sausage. Um, I got to go mushrooms, green peppers. I think that go ground beef on there, no onion stuff. And yeah, that's probably probably what I go. That's a well-rounded pizza right there. Well-rounded pizza, Matt. I yeah, I I am so thankful for you taking time to spend with us again, and we're really looking forward to the season. We're glad it's kicking off. Uh, we wish, of course, Coach Wells could be there, but I know that you guys got his back, and we're looking forward to what's ahead. So good luck this weekend. Safe travels. Uh, get a couple sacks and a pick for us, and uh, we'll talk to you sometime after the game. Thanks for having me. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today, 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. Welcome back in to the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Uh, next up on the docket for today is Jonna Bazzani, the volleyball coach at EKU. I admit, uh, I don't follow volleyball. <laughs> I, I know a little bit about it, but nonetheless, last year we didn't get anybody from the volleyball team on. I felt really bad. They had a great season last year. And high expectations this year started off well as well and really want to just make sure we take an opportunity to say hello to the volleyball team and uh, and give them some publicity because they're well-deserving of it. The interview with again, cheese sticks, home of the original cheese sticks. You got to get some. Try it with the nacho cheese sauce as well. Madmushroom.com. Use the code SPORTS5. You get $5 off. Any purchase of $20 or more. Here is the interview with Coach Bazzani. We are joined now by head volleyball coach, Jonna Bazzani. Coach, I really appreciate you coming on. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me, Vince. I appreciate it. Definitely. It's, uh, and I, as I said before, it's, it's, uh, it was my fault. Never last year did I get you any, you or your players on. I apologize. Please forgive me. Uh, but welcome to the show now. We're glad. Forgiven. <laughs> Thank you. I've been I've been telling my wife we I so said we need to get out to a volleyball game. Uh we're friends with uh Andy Owens. I don't know if you know Andy or not, but uh, yeah. and uh and we were actually had lunch with him the other day and we were talking about needing to get out to a game and and uh, we'll get out there. I promise we will. Um let's start off with this year. I mean, my goodness, uh two and one to start the season. You won the first seven sets of the of the year. 
Uh, great start to the year, coming off a, a really good year last year, too. How, how's the team feeling uh, with this quick start? Um, it's feeling great. You know, I think this is the best start we've had in about nine years, which is wow. crazy to think. I mean, being two and one on the season and having two sweeps on Friday, which is very huge for our team. We're returning um, a lot of juniors. So I've got my two starting outside hitters who are returning for us. Um, and I've had a couple of freshmen and upperclassmen just step up in areas that we lost um, from people graduating last year. And so they're feeling really good. You know, I'm feeling very confident going into this season, you know, making the conference tournament last year. That's clearly the goal and the standard for this year as well. But um, trying to get those non-conference wins as well to prepare us to go into conference is going to be huge for us. Yeah. Your team last year earned the three seed in the ASUN tournament. First year in the A-Sun last year, so second year in the A-Sun. Uh, I know you're not in, into A-Sun play yet, but uh, does that? how does that help the preparation, uh, just knowing the teams maybe a little better than last year? Um, yeah, exactly. I think the teams are a little bit better than last year, you know, and also adding two more teams. So I, the grind to get into the conference tournament is going to be a little bit of a battle this year just because they are taking the top eight, and there's 14 teams. So, mm -hmm. um Last year, they did it based off sides and divisions. This year, they're not. It's just going to be based off your rankings. And so we need to beat the teams that we need to and then hope, hopefully get a couple of road wins against teams that are that were technically on the other side last year that we get to see as well. So we play a couple teams twice, and then we only get to see a couple teams once. So those one-timers are the, the ones that we really got to prepare for um, and try to get in order to get into this tournament. How much different is the A-Sun from the OVC? Um, extraordinarily different. You know, I think you've got the powerhouses like the Florida Gulf Coast, who's competing at a top 50 level. Um, you know, their RPI is up there. And you got North Florida as well. So, you know, you've got teams that are ranked in the top 100 in our, you know, in our league. And I think the OVC, the highest that was ever really in there was around 80. So, you know, you've got a couple of teams that it's just competing at that high level that is different than what we've ever seen. Um, you can tell just by the recruits that they bring in. And we're definitely seeing a changing in our recruits as well, just being in the ASUN conference, which is amazing. But the level of play is just unreal. It's more fast paced than the OVC is. And the type of athlete that they're bringing in is a lot more physical um, than what the OVC would be. Yeah, you know, talking with folks when the when the transition happened to the A Sun, everybody was, you know, naturally most people go to football and they talk about that. But we started talking, we're like, you know, you get to the stuff like volleyball, uh, baseball, those kinds of sports that the A Sun, they're just really, really strong <laughs> in these sports, and uh, and it does make it tougher. How have you seen the girls that have, that were there in the OVC and now here in the A Sun? Have you seen their game step up, their preparation step up, anything like that that changed in their mindset? Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, it was it's tough because going in my second year as a head coach, it was my um, was my first big recruiting class. So I had seven freshmen. That was our last year in the OVC. So I've consistently had a very young team. So this freshman class is kind of my first A Sun recruiting kind of you know what I mean? Because you recruit yeah. kids that can compete in a conference and you know, my freshman core class that are now juniors, um, I thought great OVC kids and they've really stepped up and we've trained them hard to compete against ASUN level type players. 
Um, they've worked hard in the gym. They're increasing their vertical. We're trying to get them quicker. Um, also just understanding the game a lot better and being smarter. And so they've done a really good job. And same with my staff has done a really good job at preparing and getting these kids ready. Um, but we've got two freshmen that I will say are probably the most athletic kids we've had in this program for in a while. Um, they both touch above 10 feet and they're just, just so dynamic. And so those are types of kids now that we're looking into bringing. Um, but I will say my, the kids that competed in the OBC that are still on our roster, we're outsmarting people. We're quick. Um, they might not be as physical as people that are on, you know, as players on Florida Gulf coast, but we can swing and be smart with it. So just trying to teach our team just a different level of play than they had seen in the OVC. Have you ever had to kick coach Todd out of your uh, practices? No, I have not had to actually. He's been a huge support, but no, I haven't had to. <laughs> when you said about jumping, I thought, Oh my goodness. I bet I would imagine the scouting of the co the basketball coaches would be. Oh, sitting here watching. He has, uh, he's already come up to us and said, you know, if there's ever a basketball player, you know, a girl that wants to do both, let's just tag team her and we'll figure something out to make it work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did see the videos of your guys' workouts coming into the season and they looked intense, man. Those girls were going after it hard. Um, you know, how do, how do you talk about your staff a little bit? Cause again, and I apologize for, for being ignorant on some of this stuff, but your staff that you have around you, um, give them a little shout out kind of what, what are the strengths of your staff? Yep. So I've got Jeff Patton, who he has been with me since I got hired as the head coach. Um, I was the assistant prior. So when I took over, I knew I needed to bring in a new staff. So I hired Jeff, who has been with me, and he works with our um, our attackers and our, also our blocking. So even this weekend, I think our blocking has got tremendously better. And so he really works with our attackers and our defensive at the net. Um, and then I've promoted Kendall Murr from a GA to assistant this year. And she played at Mississippi State. She was a DS libero. So she has that power five experience that is helping our defensive specialists and our backcourt defense tremendously. Um, and she brings a whole level to the game that our kids have not been used to, you know, that power five mentality. So both of them, even Jeff, he played um, men's volleyball at Loyola Chicago and their national top team. So they have good experiences that I, that can really help elevate this program. And so it's been fun to have them part of the staff and we mesh very well together with the girls. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I, in college, I worked in the athletic department. I went to a little D three Bible college up in Wisconsin, but, uh, and working in the athletic department, you were at every event all the time. And volleyball yeah. is just one of those sports where it doesn't get enough publicity. It's a, it's a fun sport to watch. And it is uh, fun. something happens every single point, you know, yes. There's a lot of there's a lot of yelling, uh, <laughs> but outside of that, no, it really is. It's a blast to watch. It's fun to watch. And uh, now uh, the upgrades that are coming uh, mm -hmm. to to alumni. Uh, how excited are you about that? How much did you have uh, input in that? Uh, what you guys were wanting for the volleyball department? Um, they definitely asked us a while back, just kind of what are things that we need from a recruiting standpoint. What are things kids like? You know, what we need upgraded. Um, I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to elevate just even us as a whole athletic department from a recruiting standpoint, because I think the gym is so unique in its own. I mean, when we recruit kids, they love the gym itself, hmm. but getting a big facelift is huge for us. And I think that's going to be even better for this department, especially just bringing in, um, 
those top tier recruits. And now that, you know, our AD wants to push us in the right direction um, with this conference change. So it's, it's exciting. I'm excited for, I just kind of can't wait to see what it's going to look like. Yeah. It's, it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, I know there's talks about where we had uh, Roan on Matt Roan on uh, several weeks ago. And we talked about a lot of stuff. And one of the things we talked about was, you know, okay, well now you got to find a place to play <laughs> for a whole year. Uh, but you guys are figuring it all out, getting it all worked out. And then at the end, it's going to be all worth it uh, as well. What's the big recruiting pitch uh, to get kids to come to Richmond? Um, I think the biggest thing is for us is I preach family. I mean, I am big on just, I incorporate our kids' families as well into it. Um, I'm there for them on and off the court. And I think that's what the investment that I put into our players and also their parents is one that they just love to hear and love to see. Um, you know, we haven't been a top tier program in a while. You know, this team hasn't won conference since 2004. And so really trying to entrust that rebuild process to them. Um, and that comes with success. But I think the biggest thing that they can see is how hard myself and the staff really grind. And we really just care about these student athletes, just not just about them on the court, but also off the court as well. And so um, I'm their biggest fan. You know, I, I, I try to push them to that level, but I try to support them as much as that, you know, I need to. So I think that's the biggest thing. We have parent tailgates every home game. Um, mm -hmm. We try to just do a lot of things that incorporate that family atmosphere because nowadays that's what kids love, you know, and parents love it too. So it's been, it's been a good adjustment, especially coming from being an assistant to not the head coach, but um kids love Richmond. You know, I from California and when I moved to Richmond, I was like, this is such a small town, but I love it. I think the alumni base here as well. And the donors um, have done an amazing job also just being there for all the student athletes. Yeah, I agree with you. Richmond is awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. We absolutely love it. We do it. We're very dialed in. I'm, I pastor in Richmond. I coach in Richmond basketball. And uh, we have just, we absolutely love the area. We were in Lexington for a time and no knock on Lexington, but it's no Richmond. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, like, we like Richmond a, a whole lot as well. Um, and then just with the overall tenure of the university, you talked about Coach Todd being a supporter. I know Roan the president and things like that. We saw the football team was there the other night uh, uh, giving you guys some support as well. It just seems like the athletic department as a whole, I'm sure the university, but I see the athletic department as a whole as really supporting one another, being there for each other and, and uh, trying to help, help do what they can to, to support e each other, especially as student athletes. Yeah. You know, I've been, I'm going in my ninth season, ninth year at EKU um, fourth as a head coach. And, since I've been here, I think I've seen a different change of that level of support when it comes to programs. Mm -hmm. um, it's so easy to get pissed off at, you know what I mean, at certain programs because they get this, they get that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're all one. And I think Matt has done a great job making us see that. You know, I love our basketball coaches. I love our football coaches. I love our softball. I love our golf. You know what I mean? We all support one another. And I think that also comes from, the head coaches, you know, they really push their teams to go out and support other teams because if you were in their shoes, you'd want them to come watch you. And so um, I've de definitely seen a transformation. It was amazing. Actually, not just the football team, every single sport was at our match on Friday, which was huge. Um, they're trying to do a bunch of socials to get all student athletes there. Uh, so it's, it's been amazing. Even just the jump from last year to this year, 
the mm-hmm. level of support that we're getting from the student athletes because that's what truly matters, you know. Yeah. And I won't I won't ask you this question because you're not allowed to answer it, but we're looking forward to the eventual jump up to a different conference as well at some point down the road. Uh, I've given Matt Rohn a hard time about that, uh, that they tight lipped around the university, but uh, I have my sources nonetheless. So we're looking forward to that as well. Uh, Coach, uh, we we end all of our interviews the same way. We have a sponsor in Mad Mushroom Pizza. And so we ask everyone that we interview, if you're ordering a pizza, what's your go-to toppings? What do you got to have on a pizza? I am very basic. I am just a cheese type of girl. If I'm feeling a little, you know, risky, I'll get some spinach on there too. But um, we're a big mad mushroom family over here. We are team cheese sticks all the way. So they definitely get our business probably once a week. So I'm a big mad mushroom family over here. That's awesome. We'll have to have you. We're doing a live tailgate show at Mad yeah. Mushroom during the football season. So during the home games, uh, not during the home games, earlier in the day during the home games, we'll have to get you over there uh, for an interview there and get you some get you some cheese sticks or something. Absolutely. I'll be there. <laughs> coach John Bazzani, uh, like she said, fourth year as head coach, ninth year as, as on the staff and uh, improving and excited to see uh, what you guys can build on this year from last year as well. Thank you so much for coming on again. I apologize for not last year, but we got you this year and we sure appreciate you. No worries. Thanks Vince, for having me. I appreciate it. Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. Proudly serving EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Colonel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit... Tell them the sports stove sent you, and you get $5 off any order over $20. Or visit online, madmushroom.com. And when you order, enter the code SPORTS5, SPORTS5, and you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. Thank you, Coach. We really appreciate you taking the time to come chat with us. And thank you all for listening to this edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour. Wherever you're listening to us at, do us a favor. Would you give us a five-star review? Uh, Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And share it with your friends who you think might enjoy the EKU coverage as well. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Stove. And we would surely appreciate that also. Thank you to our sponsors, IPM Fest and Termite. All around roofing and mad mushroom pizza as well. It's football week. Uh, we come on next week. We'll be talking a review of what went on Friday at Eastern Michigan and previewing what is ahead as well at Bowling Green. Uh, shout out to Coach Wells. Get better, my friend. I sure appreciate you and praying for you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Until next time, we'll see you around the sports stove. McKinney looks, steps to the pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.